Hey everyone, Jen Stickney here. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Simply Authentic, a podcast for individuals and entrepreneurs looking for ideas and tips on how to create a life full of prosperity. So my uh, podcast for tonight, it is called My Motivation Could Use a Swift Kick in the... and I'll leave the rest to you. I'm sure you know where I'm going with that. Have you ever felt that or, you know, gotten started on a project and you're feeling more vigor and more life and excitement than you've ever felt before about a project? You're pumped, right? And you couldn't wait to get started. And then a few days later, or maybe a few weeks, if you're lucky, you're into the project and you've lost all your gusto. Your sales were empty. You found yourself sitting where you were, you know, you were wishing you could be out with friends or watching a movie or cleaning the house so that you could be doing something, anything other than the thing that you really should be doing. Am I right? Does that sound familiar? I think we all go through this from time to time and probably Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, probably a lot more often than we realize. Right now, my motivation is lacking. I'm going through a slump in my own motivation, even as I speak to you guys. I thought motivation, you know, therefore would be a great topic for today. And (laughs) some of you may know that I started a project, a 30-day challenge, three weeks ago, and I'm struggling to not just throw in the towel. I won't, but man, do I want to. It's been so much work. I spent 20 hours this past weekend trying to catch up because I was a day and a half behind, and I'm still a day and a half behind because now they've got, they actually continued over the weekend, and I didn't anticipate that because the past three weekends or two weekends, we got time to catch up. But this weekend, nope, nope, the lessons kept going. So I'm still behind. And I thought I had one week left, but according to the schedule, it looks like they've tacked on a fifth week to add on some additional follow-up topics. Man, so yeah, the, uh, the proverbial hand to forehead uh, because my, the light at the end of the tunnel for me just seemed to get a little dimmer. But I'm not really complaining, so don't get me wrong. I, <laughs> I might be venting, but I'm not, really, I'm not truly complaining. I'd do it again if, if given the chance. And I know my payment pain is temporary, and by feeling it, I also know that I'm growing. So it's a good thing. I've been learning a lot during the challenge, and I'm, I'm pretty old school, so I take a lot of notes. My coveted hard, hardcover, you know, the, the lich term, whatever, lich, lich term. I always feel like I'm going to spit when I say that, the dot grid notebook. I have it nearly full, and I've been putting a lot into OneNote as well. We've covered so much material in this challenge. It's been amazing and the best $100 I've ever spent. Though, through this challenge, I'm also learning just how much I can accomplish. So keeping that fact in mind is part of what keeps me going. It's nearly impossible to go through an entire project from start to finish without setbacks, though. They're pretty inevitable, at least in my experience they are, and I don't think I'm the odd one out on this. When I was a programmer, I spent more time debugging than writing code. When developing marketing campaigns for people, timelines were always shifting, and before you could complete step C, you had to go back and fix something from step A again. Setbacks are just a part of reality. We have to deal with them. Maybe we cry a little (laughs) about them the first time, and I'm being sarcastic, but We've all been there, and our ego may try to convince us that the goal really isn't worth our time and energy. We may question whether or not we should even just give up. I've been struggling with that. I do it all the time. Those thoughts go through my head every day. But then something changes. We remember why we're doing what we're doing in the first place, and we pick ourselves back up. We find enough oomph to keep going, and we just get through it. I'm optimistic, so I don't like to plan for setbacks, yet I still like... 
having, uh, I find it advantageous to have a few tricks up my sleeve so that I can nip any setbacks in the bud before they really start to take hold. I find that kind of important. Setbacks are a big motivation killer, if you haven't noticed. Every time we, we run into a problem <clears throat> and it comes at us and without warning, it's just, bam, it's there. You've got a problem, you've got to deal with it. So you have to figure out what to do. And meanwhile, your motivation has had like this proverbial steel ball and chain wrapped around its ankle and it's about to be tossed out to sea. So what do we do? How do we keep ourselves from drowning? I've learned a few techniques over the years and um, so I thought I'd share those with you. It was kind of helping me get through my, my motivational slump anyway. So the first thing I like to do is make note of my accomplishments. I already hinted at this a little bit, you know, a couple of minutes ago, but take a look back at everything you've accomplished and just allow yourself to say, wow, look how far I've come and how many steps closer you are to your goal than you were a day or a week or a month ago. I'm always amazed at what I can accomplish when I set my mind to it. If you struggle to remember the things you accomplished, find a notebook or something and write it down so you can uh, write down your accomplishment, your, I can't talk right now, your accomplishments each day. Better yet, break down your goals into manageable tasks and make a list. As you complete them, cross them off the list. Leave the list in a place where you can see it so that you can literally see your progress. I find this, this tool alone to be so incredibly important when it comes to motivation. Allow yourself to physically see how you're doing. Another thing that I find to be helpful, but you have to be careful with this one, but take breaks to move your body. Our brains operate at peak performance when we're active. That's why they have so many fidgets these days in classrooms. They know that kids work best and they can focus better when they're active, when there's something that they can fidget with. I, my, I mean, I've, I do this, I play with a pen at my desk or a note, like a, what are they called? Paper clips. <laughs> my brain's can't, it's in, going in too many different directions. I can't even think of words, but Find something to activate your body. Go for a walk whenever you're feeling a lack of motivation or whenever you're struggling to get through something. While you're walking, try to think of a solution to whatever it is you're trying to solve. Create a moment for intentional thought. We, thought, we talked about this the other day. Intentional thought. Create those, that space and those, those moments for intentional thought. Just make sure that you don't take too long to get back at it. If you shift your focus for too long, more, like more than two to three minutes, it can take as long as 20 to 30 minutes to get back into the same level of focus you had before. So ouch, that will kill anyone's productivity for the day. So be careful with that one. It's important to move your body around when you're, you're feeling a lack of motivation. It could be as simple as just, you know, do some stretches at your desk or stand up, move around, and then sit back down and, and go back at it. The other thing I like, find like-minded people and hang out with them. There's nothing more inspiring than hanging out with or with other go-getters that will support you and push you to reach your goal. They'll also be great for those times when you need to bounce ideas off of someone. Talking through issues can and can leave us feeling more motivated and more excited, you know, more excited and and rejuvenated in the whole process. So find local groups through meetup.com or forums online, find other groups within your industry that are trying to achieve something similar. These types of groups are often filled with optimistic people that are ready to shower you with heavy doses of encouragement. I'm in a number of these types of groups through Facebook, and there's even some on LinkedIn. So start networking to find your people. Find someone, there's another idea, find someone who will hold you accountable. When the going gets tough, do it 
anyway because having to tell someone why you didn't do what you said you were going to do is more stressful <laughs> than just sucking it up and getting it done. That's the idea behind a business coach at least. <clears throat> Excuse me. You hire them. They help you figure out what you should be doing, what you should be working on, as well as the deadlines. And then they hold you to it. You don't have to pay somebody to be this parental type figure for you, though. Just find a friend that isn't afraid to tell you how it is if you mess up. They don't have to be mean, but military experience is a plus. <laughs> I'm kidding, but must be, uh, I don't know what it is, but must be the moon or something. I think it's supposed to be a new moon in a couple of days, actually. So anyway, uh, my sarcasm is a little high tonight, but... Seriously, find somebody who will help hold you accountable, who will, will question you and, and ask, you know, why, 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 is, why are you struggling with this? Why aren't you getting it done? You said you were going to do it, so, you know, make it happen. Somebody who will help hold you accountable. Break tasks down into manageable pieces. This is another great way to break through and continue to have motivation. So I mentioned this recently in one of my earlier podcasts as well called Your Thoughts Are Holding You Back. If we allow ourselves to get overwhelmed by setbacks and issues that come up or even about the large amount of workload that's ahead of us, our motivation will sink like dead weight. So bring down larger tasks or break down larger tasks into bright-sized pieces and make them more manageable. Set realistic time frames for all the things you have to get done. If you have an email or sales letter to create and you think it will take you four hours, schedule it for eight. It will boost your confidence and your motivation when you can cross something off the list that you thought would take you longer. It's a mind game and some people will argue with me that, well, I don't really have time to put in my schedule that's going to take me eight hours when really it should take me four. But here's the thing. You've got a list or if you have a list of everything that you need to get done, when you have been able to cross something off your list. There's a couple things you can do with that extra time. One, grab something else off the list and throw it in. Start working on it. Look at your list and say, okay, I've got two hours extra now. What, it, what can I get done, realistically get done in that two hours? And if that's not the case, if that's not how you work, find a system that, that, that works with your natural instincts. So if you say, okay, I, I scheduled eight hours, but I got done in four, so I want to take that four hours extra for myself, then do it. If that's something that you need to stay motivated, to reward yourself for getting things done early, and, and by doing so, you take time off for yourself, then do it. It's just whatever it takes to keep you motivated. So use whichever system works best. And this takes me to my, my last suggestion, which is to reward yourself for your progress. So it's not just making note of your accomplishments and writing them down so that you can see your progress, but reward yourself for your progress. At the end of the week, take a look at everything you've accomplished. Compare that to where you started. Look at the issues you had to deal with and what you learned in the process of doing so. Allow yourself to be proud of your progress and your accomplishments. Be kind and grateful toward yourself for sticking with it another day or another week or another month. Tracking our progress is probably one of the best and most effective methods for building and sustaining motivation. So don't skimp on it. Go ahead. Do it. Do it right now. Stretch your arm around your, you know, to your back and give yourself a pat on the back. You deserve it. So I hope these ideas are helpful to you when you're feeling like you are lacking motivation. And tonight, to be honest, after uh, sharing these thoughts with you guys, I actually have a little bit more motivation in myself. So um, yay me. <clears throat> I created some motivation just by sharing my tips with you guys. But again, make note of your accomplishments. Take breaks and move your body. Stretch. 
just give your your mind a, like a, a little bit of a break not too long but a little bit of a break find like-minded people hang out with them find someone who will hold you accountable break tasks down into manageable pieces and reward yourself for your progress this part is so important so make sure that you're you know at the end of the week you see how much you've accomplished and allow yourself to go out to dinner or go to a movie with friends or hang out with your kids you know whatever it is that that floats your boat and makes you happy do that as a reward for your progress anyway i will catch you guys again tomorrow i hope you enjoyed this and I'll catch you again tomorrow as we talk about one of my favorite topics, overcoming procrastination.